0: You're listening to My Friend's Place on W G O T L P, Gainesville. Some stories Flasher with Eastern Avenue, closing out the warm-up mix portion of My Friend's Place this week here on WGOT LP Gainesville. That's one you've heard a couple weeks in a row here on uh, My Friend's Place. I've become a big fan of the band Flasher. Uh, Not so much the people who flash but definitely the band flasher as, as someone to check out um, also in the warm-up mix you had boy harsher with pain then it was KVB pictures of matchstick men then it was one from Sophie Myers. okay with that um, two weeks in a row you've heard that really cool song then new music from block party with high life and then it was a uh, joy Oladouken I think I said that name right um, as she had a uh, appearance on um, uh, Jimmy Kimmel before of course all the late-night shows got shut down for the writer strike and The song you heard on my show was taking things for granted. I played a different song on Jimmy Kimmel, but it was also very very good. So uh, Enjoying her music Anyway before we get into more new music here on my friends place Let's do something we do pretty much every week on the show. And let's review some movies and television shows now this week And past weeks, actually, I have not seen a new movie in... It's got to be more than a month, which is really, really weird for me. But I have seen uh, quite a few TV shows. And uh, for this episode of My Friend's Place, I have a brand new TV show to uh, talk to you about. Uh, One that just so happens to also have a movie uh, based on the book uh, that it came from. But anyway, uh, this past week, I got a chance to watch Dead Ringers on Amazon Prime. That title may be familiar uh, to the listeners because there is a great uh, late 80s uh, Dead Ringers movie from one of my favorite directors of all time, David Cronenberg, um, who you hear me mention quite often on the show. Now, that movie and the 2023 TV show that I'm reviewing today are both based on a book. I believe is called Twins. And the new uh, Dead Ringers TV show is definitely not a remake of the David Cronenberg Dead Ringers from the late 80s. Um, so hopefully I'm making this as confusing as possible, but anyway, both based off the same source material, not remakes of one another, so get that out in the open. Um, they do, however, even though the, um, the TV show is not a direct remake of the movie, they do share a lot of uh, DNA together, and the movie starred uh, Jude Law, great actor, as a pair of... Uh, gynecologist, I almost messed that one up, uh, identical twins. This time though in the TV show you have Rachel Weiss, great actress, Uh, she's playing the identical twins so they basically um, from the movie to the TV show they have flipped the gender. And like I mentioned before they are, uh, they both play sets of twins who also happen to be gynecologists. Um, In the TV show you have one, her name is Beverly, and she kind of delivers the babies, uh, while Elliot, her twin sister, uh, she more works behind the scenes back in the laboratory developing like fertility treatments uh, that may help um, with their patients. And the identical twin doctors have drastically different personalities. Beverly's but up, while Elliot is the, how do I say this, uh, she's basically a coke-sniffing party girl slash well-known genius doctor, which is a great uh, character, a great role for anyone to play. And that is your character dynamic. You got the meek one and the crazy one, uh, which is a wild (laughs) TV show, psychological thriller. And there is a lot to like here in the Dead Ringers TV show. uh, Beginning not ending, but beginning with the performance of Rachel Weiss, who is amazing playing these two different characters, um, which I have to imagine is a really fun, fun role for a great actor. Uh, like I said, she is outstanding uh, playing the identical twins. Another thing that really stands out in the Dead Ringers TV show is the cinematography and like the art design, the set design, and just the total look of the show because Dead Ringers, Looks way more like a high budget Hollywood movie uh, than it does an actual uh, TV production. Which I found out after I finished the seri- a- series actually kind of makes sense because the directors of the TV show um, they all came from like movies and really good movies too. So um, the quality of the direction is maybe the best thing overall about the Dead Ringers. That and like I said, the Rachel Weiss uh, acting performance. Uh, Now the show, surprise, surprise, if you are a regular listener to my friend's place, because if it's something I'm reviewing and something I like, you're probably already guessing it is dark. And it also is uh, really deep in subject matter as it dives into uh, uh, scary topics like abortion and um, womanhood, uh, motherhood. Uh, science, fertility, sisterhood, I mean, all these like huge topics, I mean, it goes deep into them, so uh, uh, Dead Ringers definitely is not a show that you probably will ever want to sit down with your uh, 12-year-old kid and watch together, but um, it is something you should watch if you like dark and twisted psychological thrillers and like Hitchcock type stuff, and I've got to say that Dead Ringers belongs... um, in The same category as uh, some other great shows that I've reviewed here recently like swarm uh, Which is also on Amazon Prime um, as well as beef which you can find on Netflix They all share a lot in common and they also all star uh, Women and you have a woman's perspective uh, running through this as they were also I think largely developed by women written by women. So it's kind of uh, overdue that we're getting different voices in Hollywood and um, I like I said I think the Dead Ringers TV show goes along pretty well with uh, the two other shows that I've really liked recently which I said and swarm definitely check that out and also beef um, I did not think I would see a performance by a woman this year that I like better than Ali Wong uh, her performance in beef but I gotta say Rachel Weiss That's a tough one who I would pick if I had to give them like a Oscar or Golden Globe or whatever, but there you go That's on Amazon Prime. And you know, I think a lot of people They don't even know that they have like the Amazon Prime video service because they just use it for deliveries Um, but if you have the delivery service and you've never checked out what they have on their uh, streaming service then uh, that would be a really good time and Like I said, if you like weird, dark stuff, then you can start with uh, the Dead Ringers 2023 television show. So there you go. Um, Another thing I didn't get really a chance to mention, but I will do it now as we head into new music. Uh, The Dead Ringers TV show has a great, like, um, kind of heavy 80s-influenced soundtrack and some really cool songs from that era, as well as as some cool stuff from, like, uh, later on, some indie music. Uh, but I'm going to give you one, and probably the most well-known uh, classic 1980 song from the show. Uh, so next up here on uh, My Friend's Place, you are going to get from the Dead Ringers 2023 soundtrack. And I, the very first song, actually, they played in the entire series. It's a great one. It's Eurythmics. Sweet dreams are made of this. Or these. This. Something like that. Anyway, here's Eurythmics. That is new music from Fortet, three drums, closing out this uh, little block of music here on my friend's place. Fortet having a huge year and just recently I uh, was part of the trio that got a chance to perform the uh, last night slot at Coachella along with uh, Fred Everything and Skrillex, as originally uh, Frank Ocean was supposed to perform, but had some kind of issue that he wasn't able to. So uh, Fortets had a really big year touring as a DJ and is also a great music producer, so check his work out. Before that, um, from TV show I just reviewed that I really liked, um, from Dead Ringers, you had Eurythmics with Sweet Dreams Are Made of These. Uh, then after that, it was Debbie Friday, Hot Love. Then you heard Laurel Meets the Obsolete. That song title is Dynamo. Then it was one from John, interesting band name there. Uh, The song title though is Trauma Mosaic, and there you go. That's everything you heard in that block of music here on My Friend's Place. Before we get into more new great music, let's do a recurring segment, maybe my most steady segment here on My Friend's Place. It's time for Angry Old Man Shakes Fist at the Sky. And what am I shaking my fist at this week? Is it a politician? Is it somebody who um, is a terrible driver? uh, Bad restaurant service? Is it any of my usual um, targets? No, this week we're going to uh, change things up a little bit and I'm going to shake my fist, not at any of the regular um, things we complain about here on my friend's place. This week I'm actually shaking my angry old fist at Bam Margera. I'm assuming most of you who listen to the show on WGOT probably know who Bam Margera is, but if you don't, um, he happens to be one of the OG members of like the whole Jackass crew. Uh, now Bam started off as like a celebrity status in his career as like a pretty decent pro skater. It became really well known. Um, he was part of the, the Tony Hawk um, skateboard uh, video game and that's kind of really launched him into fame. Um, but then he also had all these other things he was a part of, um, the CKY skate videos where he was doing pranks as well as professional skating, um, and those were the things that actually brought him to, like, the Jackass crew and eventually world fame as, after he was in Jackass, he actually had his own TV show, um, Viva La Bam, uh, which you may or may not remember, and, um... That world fame, though, for Bam Margera has been uh, at least in the past decade. It's been mostly negative, with really uh, frequent and sometimes very long rehab stints. Um, couple that with super incoherent like social media posts that Bam puts out, and um, overall, it's just made some really poor life choices over the past uh, at least past decade. Now I've always been a fan of BAM and I like love jackass. I liked uh, Viva la BAM um, Not as big of a fan of, of BAM as I am of Steve-o or Chris Pontius or Johnny Knoxville but I did watch every episode of Viva la BAM on MTV and uh, I've always liked him and been rooting for him and wanting BAM to uh, Get clean for a really long time and that my friends is why I'm shaking my fist at uh, Bam Margera, who's in the news again. And when you hear the phrase Bam Argera is in the news again, well, it's probably not gonna be for uh, starting like a, a foster care home or orphanage or something positive. Um, he's in the news again because uh, he was in a domestic dispute where he at least um, punched his brother, Jess, who has been in a lot of the CKY videos and is a musician. Uh, at the same time, he made threats like threats like he was going to kill or, or harm people against his family, some friends. And then I, he was probably, I'm going to assume, really high on some kind of drug. Ran off into the woods um, after his brother called the, the Pennsylvania police and disappeared for a couple days. And let's be clear... Um, Bam's bad behavior, one of the reasons I'm shaking my fist at him, is it's been going on for decades. And most recently, it actually got Bam fired from um, the last Jackass movie, which, you know, to get fired from a Jackass movie, that is really saying something about bad behavior right there. I mean, how bad does your behavior have to get to actually be fired from Jackass, which is a movie about bad behavior, but, uh, part of the frustration is Bam has, like, all these resources available to him, especially money-wise, uh, to get better than pretty much any other addict in the world. He can afford the best treatment. I mean, he doesn't have to have a regular job, so he can afford months in rehab, and he's done that the past couple of years. And also on the side, he has Steve-O, um, trying to help him. Now, Steve-O, one of the, most famous people in the Jackass crew, uh, known for being crazy and a drug addict. In case you missed it, um, he actually got like clean and sober more than a decade ago. And Steve-O is really actually super serious about his sobriety and maintaining it. And he's actually tried to help Bam multiple times, including uh, bringing Bam on tour um, with Steve-O as part of this like... Steve-O's got this like multimedia slash like stand-up comedy thing that he's been going around doing, which I actually wouldn't mind seeing if it came to Gainesville, but um, all of these efforts to help him uh, from his family, from Steve-O. He's even been like on Dr. Phil of all things. Uh, he's been on like celebrity rehab, all this stuff. Uh, none of it's helped him um, culminating in like another rest Just this past week uh, for domestic violence. So this week, I'm going to shake my fist at BAM But not just really at BAM because everyone I know listening has had to deal with this issue where you have someone could be a family member a friend or boyfriend girlfriend, whatever um, who's had to deal with someone that has these issues Um, but it's especially frustrating when someone has those issues and they have the money and the family support and their friends, um, but they refuse to get help even when it's obvious they need help and they are getting arrested for crazy, uh, domestic assault and violence type behavior. So there you go. Shaking my fist this week at Mr. Bam Margera. Um, as we head into new music here on my friend's place, kind of, um, picked one, not to honor Bam, uh, more just a statement. Uh, This band name is Bully, not to say that Bam Margera is a bully, although uh, he definitely bullied his uh, family in some of those uh, videos from back in the day. But anyway, um, I picked it because the song title is uh, Hard to Love, and man, it is really hard to love uh, people that have super addictive personalities. So there you go. Uh, You've got Bully, Hard to Love here on My Friend's Place.
1: Patent file and both the proof safe stood at Third Avenue in Coteland Streets back before the big We had the chance to reminisce As far as things go As far as I know you do
0: I don't want to tell you I don't care, but if it seems like I don't care, it doesn't mean I don't care. It just looks like I don't care. Because my emotions have been sanded off. I live in LA, sweetie. What do you expect? That is Eyes of Others, once, twice, thrice, here on my friend's place maybe Libby LP Gainesville. You also heard Bully, Hard to Love. Then after that, it was Alex Alaska Reed, rather, uh, She Wonders. Then you heard Tan Lines, The Big Mess. After that, it was Crumb with Dust Bunny. Uh, new music, then from Allison Goldfrapp with Never Stop. And then uh, speaking of new music, a great team up between Thundercat and Tame Impala. No More Lies. And that is everything you've heard this week here on My Friend's Place. And before we head into uh, more new music, just want to do kind of a station rundown, something I haven't done in quite some time here on WGOT. And the first thing I want to do talking about the station is just mentioned and in about one month time, we're going to have an open volunteer meeting slash radio show slash broadcast happening over at the Civic Media Center um, where you can come in on information about how you can become more involved locally here with WGOT. Uh, Fred Sauter will be hosting. I'll be there as well. I think we're going to do maybe a little back-to-back radio um, broadcast, but we'll have to work those details out because I'm not 100% sure, but I am certain there is a long overdue new volunteer meeting coming up in about a month. So, attentively, uh, uh, put that somewhere like in the back of your brain. Um, as soon as that information has released, or nailed down anyway, you'll find uh, information about that on the WGOT Facebook page, um, as well as by listening to the shows uh, on the radio here on WGOT. Besides that, reminder that WGOT is on Patreon. You can subscribe, which basically means you are going to be a monthly donor could be $1, $2, or higher up, uh, whatever you can afford, because that money has been pivotal, helping keep WGOT up on the air uh, through the COVID era, when uh, many times we couldn't raise funds like we normally would have done in the past. Uh, Speaking of the past and the future, uh, there's two different ways, or main ways, you can listen to WGOT. One is by streaming, and that is available through WGOT.org. Go to the streaming uh, button, or tab, rather, uh, click on that, but just type in Google anywhere uh, stream WGOT and we're at a point technologi- technologically uh, where that is pretty easy to do. And that's a quick reminder for people that only listen to the, the FM signal or people that only listen to uh, the stream, are both available, so, so make use of uh, those resource, resources because uh, we do pay a lot of money uh, to do both of them actually. And then uh, personally, I am Kramla. You can find past episodes of My Friend's Place and Kramla Mix Show pretty easily by typing in uh, Kramla Radio Shows and that will take you to some page uh, somewhere. Um, hopefully uh, pretty easy to find. I'm certain it is because uh, like if I can find it pretty easy, then you can find it pretty easy. So Crammela, Cramela, C R A M E L A. I Just type that in. And as of uh, this moment now here in May, I'm still the only Cram in the world, which means that um, those seven letters, that's all you got to remember. It such great quality radio and podcasting just by spelling on. But anyway, before, um, well, it's not time to leave. We have a whole bunch uh, uh, more music coming your way. Uh, let's go to some electronic music. Let's do one from Clark. Uh, this is either the second or third song I played off this new album, uh, partly produced by someone in a very, very famous band whose uh, last name It's kind of like York or New York, but uh, anyway, uh, you can definitely hear the influences of uh, Tom York on the production and Clark's new album. And this one's called uh, Gotch Tape, and I believe it's actually Clark doing some vocal work on this one, too. So uh, enjoy. I'll be back in a little bit to tell you the music that you just heard.
2: Just as afraid of you as you are as you are the sex lives of saints and invisible men
1: devoured
3: I like it all. Lost in the promised land, so like a pocket calculator, trying on some new names. Someday, someday,
4: found my heart. Found my.
0: That's Django Django, No Time, featuring uh, Jack Panate. And speaking of no time, there's almost no time left in my friend's place on WGOT LP Gainesville before we hand things off to another great uh, radio host here on the station. Before I do so, quick rundown of what you just heard per FCC rules. You had Clark with Dolgotch Tape. Then it was Acid Claws, You're a Freak, featuring uh, Philly Piper. Then it was uh, Kishi Bashi with Alternate World, Alternate Life. Uh, next up in the mix on My Friend's Place, she had Caliphone with Oxeye, and uh, after that, the last song you heard um, before Django Django is one from Alan Paloma, featuring Max DeMarco, and my favorite musicians, and that song title is Nudista, and there you go, that's everything you've heard thus far on the show this week. Just about ready to head out the door here, um... Thank you so much for listening and being a part of my friend's place or maybe Cram on Mix show or anything to do with um, WTOT. It's really very, very cool that uh, you have a community radio station here uh, where you can have all kinds of different cool music, commercial free. So uh, take advantage of that. And uh, speaking of Advantage, um, actually I actually have a segue for Advantage, so that's we're going to call that one a dead end. Uh, but... What I do have is a great closer track here from a band that's been around uh, at least, it's gotta be 40 plus years. Great, great 80s band. One of the funniest bands um, alive, Dead Milk Band. Uh, Got brand new music out and this is one from their uh, new album. Probably my favorite title thus far of 2023. Um, Here on uh, My Friend's Place, we're going to close it out. We're going to leave you with this great new song from the Dead Milkmen, Grandpa's not a racist, he just voted for one, so there you go, I'm out, be back, same time, same channel next week, until then, enjoy.
2: They're coming for his Jesus, they're coming for his gun, they're coming for his Jesus, they're coming for his gun, they're coming for his Jesus, they're coming for his gun, Grandpa's not a racist, he just voted for one. screaming something about white genocide as he crawls under the bed looking for some place to hide he talks a lot of bullshit when he's hitting the rock but we know Grandpa's not a racist He just moaning for one they're coming for his jesus they're coming for his gun they're coming for his jesus they're coming for his gun they're coming for his, coming for his jesus Won't be replaced by the Jews, and we say, "Oh, Grandpa, who could ever replace you?" Do you know race, Grandpa. You see one every day. He wonders why the n-word's something he's not allowed to say. Although he's the worst person under the sun, we all know Grandpa's not a racist. He just voted for one. They're coming for his Jesus. They're coming for his gun. They're coming for his Jesus. They're coming for his gun. They're coming for his Jesus. They're coming for his God. No one. No, no. is Jesus. Done.